So he reigns tonight. Amen. 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 Go ahead and have a seat for a moment. Hallelujah. How many of you feel like something broke in the spirit tonight? Mm. I mean, no, God, God saw that tonight. When you said to him, God, you reign, boy, he loves that. You know, because the fact of the matter is he reigns whether you believe it or not. But the fact that you come into revelation about that, oh, that blesses his heart. He reigns. It doesn't matter what you got going on. He reigns. He reigns tonight. Amen. He reigns tonight. You know, the Bible says, praise team, thank you so much. Give the praise team a hand tonight. They did a great job. Hallelujah. Yeah, y'all can come on, sit down. They're like, can we sit? Yeah, y'all can. I can like y'all like 90 years old and whatnot. <laughs> amen, amen. Um, you can go ahead and start recording now. Um, you know, this has been uh, really, really, uh, I think most people will say um, uh, in the life of our church, probably for about the next, for the past month or so, um, I really have felt the presence of the Lord moving amongst our congregation. And I've been having, and, and I haven't said much about this, I don't talk a lot about it, but you know, I keep having all these dreams. And, uh, and usually these dreams, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to set the uh, set, set this whole thing up for you, but, but usually these dreams consist of a lot of people. And it's always, and I look around, I see all the people, all the people just seem happy. The people are blessed. The people are always excited. And then there's always, I've been getting this for a while now, but, but then there's always, you know, everything is set. And it's been like that when the moment comes for us to really enter in, there has been something just trying to hold us back. So I, see this, I always see this picture. I see all these people, and I see God moving. I see, I see the, you know, the sound technicians and everything is set up. The church is just booming on the seams, and people are just seeming happy. And then every time I got ready to get up there and give the word, it would always be like it was, it was, it was something that was just kind of holding us back, like it was just... It would just stop. And I kept asking the Lord, like, Lord, how come this is happening? And all I kept hearing the Lord said then, and I believe he's saying it tonight, is that God has been wanting to bless our church. Hear me. Y'all listen and say amen. amen. For a very long time. But God's blessing and what God want to do is, is, is not to be played with. God need a people that will be serious and committed to what he wants to do in the earth. And God was telling me, and I know it's very clear, that, that you got, you, the church, y'all got to get into position. God said, I want to do this. I want to do this. But there are some things that are blocking. Now, why is that relevant to today? I sense in the past move, past month or two that there's been just a fresh wind. I mean, it's not what it's going to be. It's not what it's going to be. But God is about to send the harvest. He's about to bless our church. And you know when our church gets blessed, you know who gets blessed? You know, you know who gets caught up in all that? You. God is about to bless you. See, when his house is blessed, when his people are blessed, it, it resonates. Everybody get to share in the blessing. 
so this week I was just so tickled because as we're um, praying and seeking God, and I was so angry, and I told, the, I told the staff, we had a staff meeting, I said, I was really angry. I said, I got bad news. I said, they said, what's the bad news? And of course, everybody kind of looked like, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. I said, well, I won't be there for the first couple of days because I got to work. And uh, somebody kind of said, oh, I thought you were talking about some real bad news. <laughs> but I meant that to say that I want so badly for everyone in this house to get what God has for you. And when we begin to come into the, when we come together this week, and we've been doing this now for several years, and, and, and maybe Diva can vouch for this, but this year has been one of the most, the biggest turnouts and the more consistent people seeking God and praying. I mean, you know, I wasn't here the first couple of days, but let me tell you, when I came in here, uh, I came in on Wednesday and everybody was just praying and I just felt that God was just in the place. So your prayers have been heard. Walk in faith. Because what God is doing, God is wanting to shift some things in the realm of the spirit. But everybody got to get in position. That means that we got to make sure we got to protect what God is building in us. So we keep making, listen, our growth and our ability to really make a serious impact is dependent on every one of us. Every one of us. Every one of you are important. Every one of you are brick. And we need every one of you to keep pressing into what God is doing. Uh, the best days, telling you, are ahead. The best days are ahead. You ain't seen nothing yet. We ain't nowhere near where God has taken us yet. But I see it in the spirit. You remember I talked about you got to catch it in the spirit. You got to catch it. I see it in the spirit. I don't see it manifest yet, but God says, you know, as, as I, I, you know, as uh, who was it? Martin Luther King said, I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen God has allowed me to look over. God has allowed me to look and see what is going to take place and what's coming down the pike. Let me tell you, it's awesome. And so when I tell you to let's get in position, God talks to me. He talks to me. He talks to me. And I know something's wonderful is going to happen in your life. And you better walk like you know it. Bible says um, that um, they overcame by the word of their testimony. And you know, when I grew up in the old church, Old country church. We used to have testimony time. Anybody know about what testimony time was? And, and that's when the little old ladies or whoever would get up. Well, I just like to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for being the Savior of my life. I just like to thank the Lord. He's the Savior of my life. Hallelujah. And, uh, and, and they would go on with their testimony, you know. And, and sometimes, man, you can see sometimes the, pre the, the preachers sometimes be like, hold up, sister, you know, because sometimes people get real crazy with them testimonies, you know. But, uh, but testimonies is powerful because, hear me, for those of you who are shy and who are what I would call introvert, you know, naturally, I am an introvert, naturally. Yeah. I really am. I, naturally, I'm an introvert. But, but, but what, I've come to, what I've come to understand is that, that what God is doing in the earth, I want to be a part of, and, it, and, it, and I cannot stay silent. I don't want to leave this earth without doing my part. I got to open my mouth. And it's something about when, you, when God does something in your life, it does something to inspire me. You follow what I'm saying? So if God has blessed you, or if God is dealing with you in any significant way, and, and you know God is working in your life, then the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord do what? Say so. So if you got a testimony, so we have a testimony now. I want you to come up. I want everybody, we got a microphone. 
I'm going to do this by faith. I never know who's going to show up. Sometimes you know, my, my biggest fear is that, is that uh, one day we ask for testimony and everybody sit there. But, but, but I believe that if anybody sit there tonight, then I, I, I believe you're not being true to the Holy Ghost. So if you've got a testimony you want to share that you know what encourage, something that God did this week or something that God has revealed to you that you want to share to encourage us, come on up tonight. Share your testimony. And let's talk about how God's been working in you all week. Amen? Amen. So uh, first we have uh, Sister Diva. Come on up. And the way we're going to do it, come on, clap your hand because she's coming. And uh, anybody else want to come out to Diva, just raise your hand. Come get this microphone. And you got about three minutes or less. Or something like that. That's a tall task, Pastor. Um, you know, I'm not doing too well in the time restrictions. Anyways, but, <laughs> but first of all, my testimony is amen to everything you said. My testimony, you stole my testimony, actually. Everything you said is expanded, expounded my testimony. That's exactly what I had, what, what God was, was doing this week. You know, so my testimony is God is good. His mercy endures forever. He heard all our prayers. He heard my prayer. I started this week in tears with a burden and kind of, with a, with a, with a burden, sad, sad spirit. But yesterday I had a break, got a breakthrough. You know, you might have heard me clapping right in the back by myself. I, I, I just, just felt it's done. It's finished. It's done. Is sealed and being delivered by Heavenly FedEx Express. I was on, way, on my way. I don't know where. I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to look like. But I know my answer is, is sealed. God answered. So that's my testimony. And I want kind of to add to what Pastor said about that getting in position. Amen to that. I had exactly the same in my spirit. Because since I had to open this week, Monday, so I started preparing a week prior. So God started dealing with me early. So I kind of, I, that was, God was, uh, I had it for a while, but I kind of was fighting, fighting with God on certain, it was a little thing for me, you know, but, but it was stealing my time. It wasn't a sin or anything. But it was something I kind of liked just to, to do in my leisure, leisure time. But it was just, it wasn't edifying. It was just basically waste time that I could have spent in a better way. So basically, God was kind of nudging me to give it up, stop, stop it, you know, do something more productive, something, you know, there's more important things to do, you know. <laughs> so I was kind of, was kind of just putting away. And that week, I was just... just you have, that's it. It's time. You know, and, and, and as soon as, okay, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't resist anymore. Yeah, so basically, I said, okay, God, you know, that, that's it. So I, I just stopped, the, the moment I kind of submitted it, and again, it wasn't a sin. It wasn't something bad, per se, but where God just put his finger on, leave it, give it up. And when I submitted and obeyed, again, something broke in my spirit. Just my, something happened in my spirit. You know, that positioning, I started hearing, hearing clearer what God, God wanted to do for this week, what God wanted to preach me on Monday, you know, kind of 
you know, positioning, positioning yourself. You know, and I preached Monday, for those who, if you remember, God spoke very clearly in Nehemiah 4.10. That was, if you haven't been there, I just want to remind you, Nehemiah 4.10, where uh, the, the Bible says that the rubbish was so great, there was so much rubbish behind the wall. It wasn't an external wa wall. It wasn't something the enemies brought in, but there was so much rubbish behind the wall that the workers couldn't continue working. It stopped the work. External attacks didn't stop. They were intimidated, they may be very afraid, and et cetera, et cetera, but the work never stopped from external attacks. The only time the work stopped completely, the Bible said they couldn't continue working because there was so much rubbish. There was so much garbage behind the wall, inside the wall, that they couldn't continue working until they clear the garbage, until they get the house in order. God couldn't continue blessing the growth and building of the house. I think that goes hand in hand with what pastors say, positioning us, getting our house in order. If God is speaking to you to straighten your act in certain area, and again, as I said, it may not be a sin, not necessarily a sin, but something, if God is telling you to do something, do it. Do it quickly. Just position yourself. Be obedient to what God is saying, telling to you, all of us. Let's get our act together and prepare for what God has for us because he has awesome and marvelous beyond and above what we can imagine prepared for us. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Next. Wow, that's a, that's a powerful testimony, sister. Get the rubbish out of the way. That's a good word. Okay, let me start. I'm going to start by saying 2014 has been a crazy, wonderful year for me. It's been busy, but it's been a great year. And the Lord has been providing for me and my family all year. I'm 18, just graduated high school. I got to go to prom, got to do everything I wanted. I got my license, thanks to my lovely brother Walter and sister Crystal. And I'm in cosmetology school, working on getting my cosmetology license, and the Lord's been providing a way for that because I go to school all the way in Manassas. Gotta wake up early. School's 8.30 to 5, just like a job. I'm on my feet all day. And just around this time last week, my mother goes and asks me, and she's like, oh, do you want to come to Consecration Week? Do you want to participate in Consecration Week? And I look at her, and I'm like, dang, already? They couldn't postpone that a week later. But I'm like, oh, it's the least that we can do since the Lord's been providing. And I just looked at her, and she said, okay. And then Sunday comes, and it's only a couple days after she asked me, and they're talking about Consecration Week, and I'm like, ugh, I forgot about that. Monday comes, I go through my whole day, and my mom's like, oh, Consecration Week. And I'm like, I've been to school all day. I don't want to do that. But I still come. I come, I pray, I just ask for strength for the rest of the week. Tuesday, I got here and I'm like, I don't wanna do this. I literally sat outside on the phone, didn't wanna come in. <laughs> she was mad, I didn't care. 
But by Wednesday, I'm breaking down. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I'm like, Lord, give me strength. I know I need to do this, but I'm just breaking down. Thursday, breaking down. And then now I'm here, and I'm, I'm just happy. I'm like, I'm glad I participated. All my prayers, for the most part, are being answered because God's still making ways for me. He's been making ways for me all week. I'm still able to get to school and back, still be able to pay for everything. I still have money to pay for lunch when I forget it. I'm happy. I'm living good. And I'm just saying, like, I don't regret this. Like, right now I'm here, and I'm happy I went through the week. I'm happy I made it. Like, with, I couldn't have made it without him <laughs> for the most part. Like, I'm here. I'm working on regular amounts of sleep. And... I'm still standing. You just got to have faith. Good. You know, what's, you know what's interesting about that is, and, and this is, we all go through this, and we all have times where your flesh, you just don't feel like it. And but what she said is that even though she didn't feel like it, okay, that she just said, you know what, flesh, get down. I'm coming. And she stepped over that, and she came, and she's experiencing a release, and you ain't seen nothing yet, because God rewards faithfulness, amen, and you sought him, you came, and you put down your flesh, you said, I'm coming, you could have stayed home, you could have stayed outside the door, and, but you came, there's something about doing what God said, even if you don't feel like doing it, are you hearing me, there's blessing in that, is there another testimony, come on up, Sean, come on up, good evening, well, this week been a oh, it's been an experience. It's been a, a good it's been a good experience. I have read the Bible more this week than I think I have in the last six months altogether. Um, that's not a good thing. But um, the other day I was sitting right here and um, my back was hurting, so I didn't participate. So I decided to flip open the book and I was led to the book of Judah, and I was sitting there reading and. And I, from my understanding, was telling me how he, he, something was going on with him and God. And he was fleeing God. He was running away from God. And so uh, I saw the word Spain. You know, Spain in the Bible. And he was running to Spain. And so God called back up with him. He came back. Then I started, I skipped a couple pages, not in a couple pages, a couple chapters. And then my eyes caught the attention of him on a, on a ship. And it was real bad weather. I mean, real bad weather. And he was so calm. And he knew what was going on. He knew why. The people on the ship, the crew, was like, they was freaking out. They were scared. They were thinking that they was going to die. <clears throat> and so Judah confronted his crew and was like, you know, I know why. God's angry with me. And um, this is my interpretation of it. I may be a little off, but this is my interpretation. He was angry with them. And, but God wasn't really angry at him. God was just trying to shake some things up in his life again to, uh, to remind him who was in control. And, um, and so they contemplated throwing him off. They was pleading back and forth. They couldn't murder this man. Of course, he ended up getting eaten by the well and stayed in there for three days. But my moral of it, what I got out of it for me, it was you can only run but so much. And, um, and when, Things don't go right for a reason. Things go wrong a lot of times to good people all the time. But when things is not going right, consistently not going right, there's a reason for it. You're not doing something, there's a lack of something, or you're not doing enough of something. And this week I've been praying. I've been praying for um, patience. 
I've been praying for maturity, and I've also been praying for strength. Um, I love Jesus with all my heart, but that doesn't mean I don't slide or fall down sometimes. And um, so when I was reading the book of Judah, it just kind of, I saw some similarities there. Even though I didn't get swallowed by a whale and I'm not stuck on a ship and raging seas, I saw a lot of similarities of what's going on in my life versus what was going on in Judah. And um, I just wanted to share that. Don't know really why, but um, God's been so good to me and my family. You know, I have five children, one extra, one plus. Um, we wake up every day together. We go to, there's been times that we didn't go to bed together. We did not wake up together. Um, between my runnings on the street and my military career, there's been days and weeks and months that I just wasn't home. A lot of luxuries that you know I still take for granted sometimes until they're threatening to be taken away. Um, but God is still good every day, and just sometimes, you know, the boat got get a little rocky to remember that. But thank you for letting me share. Stay, stay right here for a sec. Um, so I think he was talking about the book of Jonah. Jonah. <laughs> I think he was talking about Jonah. But but you know, everybody who. You know, Sean and his family has been here now, I think, I want to say about two years. Am I right about it? Three? No. This is our third. Third? Okay. I don't think we've been here about three years. And, uh, and they have been really some of, uh, you know, their whole family do ministry. It ain't just one or two. I mean, everybody does ministry in the Preston household. And, you know, since they've come here, they have just been um, just a blessing. And I, I've seen growth. And, 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 you know, so I want Sean to know, you know, some of you who was here on, I want to say Wednesday, Thursday, and, and, uh, and we said some things, and I know the Lord had given me a, a word for Sean, um, you know, of just, you know, to, to, to encourage him to, to get free, stay free, and how to go about that and wanting that. But, but how many know we love Sean very much? And you need to know that, and anybody here need to know that anything that I say to you, we say to you here, it is for the purpose of building you up and never to tear you down. And as long as I can see you and as long as and you're going to be my brother for eternity, I'm going to do what I can to keep lifting you up. You hear what I'm saying? I don't go away. I'm like a, I'm like a gnat. I'll be a gnat to you, and I will never give up on you. We will never give up on you. You understand that? You need to understand that. Love always wins in the end. It always wins. And you can't outrun love, brother. You can't outrun the love of God that's working through this people here, okay? okay. So, brother, I just want to listen. Good word. Thank you so much. Bless you, man. Sorry for missing my name. That's okay. The Spirit knew. Come on, mama. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. 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 And I'm proud to be a child of God. Amen. And I'm proud to know that whenever you call up him, he's ready to do it. Amen. Listen what happened. On Monday we started, right? We prayed, we prayed, we prayed, and on Tuesday, this shoulder, it was, I was feeling like I want to I just cut it. It was hurting very bad. And uh, the pain was coming. 
down here and here. And I even dress up, I said, no, I have to go to the emergency. I was feeling hurt in my head on this side. Hurt. I said, no, I have to go to the emergency. I, I put clothes on. I want to go to bed, and I get up. I said, no, let me go to the emergency. And, uh, and finally, I said, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm going to pray. And I start to fight. I start to fight. <coughs> Fighting. I call my, my son. He's an evangelist somewhere. Son, listen. I want to go to the emergency, but I want you to pray for me first. Mm. Mm. He prayed, he prayed, he prayed. After him, I start to pray. To, it was after midnight. <laughs> Let me pray, 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 pray. And I feel okay. Listen, look now. I was not able to do this, I'm telling you guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eh. Hallelujah. So I won the battle, right? God is good. God is good. That's my testimony. Amen. Great. <laughs> you hear what she said that that she did see a lot of us, we 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 like to check, we like to take the doctor first and then we get with Jesus a little bit later. But you notice the testimony, she said, well, let, let me pray first. Give God a chance. How many know God want to do miracles, but we have to position ourselves for the miracle. Amen. And you got it. Amen. Is there another testimony in the house tonight? Come on, Sister April. Come on. Now, y'all got to pray because y'all know April a little long-winded, so. <laughs> the testimony is. <laughs> Praise God. You know, a God don't need three minutes, though. Amen. When he's faithful, he don't need three minutes. But my testimony started um, last week when I was standing at the pulpit and I, you know, doing praise and worship. And I was telling y'all that um, I, I shared a little bit with, with you and Shannon that um, I had gotten really upset last week. I came home and my paycheck didn't come. And it won't up but a little bit of money because I had been out of work for two weeks. I, my job ended. And I hadn't worked in two weeks. So I didn't have any money. I don't know how to get these bills paid. They got to get paid. The man still wants his money. And um, they called me back to work, and I only had two days. And I'm looking for this money to be in my account, and this money's not in my account. And I had to call. They told me the money's going to be. I said, oh, your money will be there tomorrow. I said, okay, no problem. So I went ahead and paid a, a bill out of the account because they told me my money was going to be there, and they told me when it was going to post. And the money didn't come. I came home. I'm sitting on the sofa, and I'm literally, well, you know, y'all think I'm joking, but I get like the, I get like everybody else just because I have the mic and I'm praise worship. I I go through like everybody else, and I'm I'm like literally depressed. I was so upset. I had a migraine, and you know, so I get up, and by the time I got from the bottom steps, I you know I had to I had to push myself to that place that I gotta go worship my God and believe God that He's gonna meet my need. And I had to literally really press in that he's going to do this and I'm not going to fret. And so anyway, I went on to bed. I didn't worry about it no more. I got up the next day. When I got up the next morning, here I am all upset that night because I done wrote this check and I don't want nothing bouncing in my account because, you know, once something started, I don't know when the check going to come and I don't operate like that. I don't know when the check going to come, but I know that I don't want nothing getting started because I ain't wasting no money. And so Ashley texts me the next morning. I told Pastor this. Ashley texts me the next morning. And she said, Mama, did you write a check out my checkbook? I'm like, what? She said, you wrote a check out my checkbook to the cable bill. Now here I was the day before 
word out of my mind, worried that I didn't go bounce a check, that I didn't roll a check. Because I, I mean, I had a little bit of money, but it wasn't enough to cover that bill. And I'm so worried and so fretful. And the enemy gets you wrapped up like that to not to trust God. Me and Ashley checkbook look just alike and we got the same name on the account or whatever. And y'all know I can't see worth nothing when I can't find my class. The checkbook was on the counter and I just picked up the checkbook and paid the people. Here I was worried for nothing. That ain't even the end of the story. I didn't even write the check up my checkbook. Wrote it out of Ashley's a check. Ashley said, that's all right, Mom, my God. Don't worry about it. She said, don't worry about it. I said, praise God. I said, so I went ahead and paid the bill. She, she came home that day. She said, Mom, you check him. I'm going to put your check in the bank. Everything good. I said, okay, thank you, baby. Got it. Everything good. And I got a little bit. So I still ain't. I was still I'm like that woman. You know, Elijah came and she said, go make me some. Go make me a portion. And she said, I just got a little bit for me and my son. I got a little bit of oil, a little bit of meal. And after that, it's over with. And, you know, even still, I'm at that place. I was telling Shan, I said, you know, Shan, even though the Lord took care of that, he brought me through that. And want my checkbook, Ashley, that was good. And I still told, I told Pastor Shan this Sunday. We, we sat and prayed for Shan. And I said, Shan, but you know what? I'm just going to believe God. Because even with that, I still just had a little bit. But I came to church Sunday. I paid my tithes anyway. I said, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the week. Because I still don't have enough money. I don't know what I'm going to do. I had to, girl, you know what I'm talking about. I had to push you. I had to pay my nursing license. You know what I'm talking about. That joke, $120, it was due, to, it was due today. And I ain't had no money for that. If I don't have that, I can't work. It expired. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, when I got up Monday morning, I checked my checking account. It was $800 extra. <laughs> <laughs> my job, they ended. They owed me a check. I didn't even know it. I didn't know. I had 800 extra dollars in my checking. I'm not joking. I didn't know. I had no idea, but I was determined. Then I tell you when I left, I said, but I'm going to believe God. I don't know what I'm going to do and how I'm going to have that money. I have just enough. And the enough was just to pay gas, maybe get a loaf of bread. I didn't have the money. I didn't have it. But when I got up Monday morning, I had extra money in my account that I was not even, when I tell y'all, I really, really, really wasn't expecting it. I didn't even want to be like, Lord, I don't even I know if I want to share it, I want to keep it. But Lord, no. Because the more I talk about him, the more I uplift him. Even when I left work today, come Monday, I still might be, my job ended again. But I'm still going to believe God that he's going to meet my needs. Amen. Amen. God bless. The moral of that one, be anxious for nothing. Because then you find out it's just a waste of time to worry. And then, you know, the devil been stealing from me. Come on up, sister. She's been holding that testimony. I saw you were beaming over there. And I said, let, Lord, said, let her go. Hallelujah. Come on, sister. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I um, just moved to the area, and oh my goodness, it's been such a challenge. I have two girls, and I'm expecting again. And um, thank you. <laughs> it's like men can never tell. <laughs> but um, I uh, just believe God for so much, and. Um, am used to having more and uh, just being in a different place in my life. 
but um, I did step away from church and went in a different direction, and so I definitely see uh, the switch in my life and everything, but um, still stayed faithful throughout and kept God in my heart and um, teaching um, him to my girls as well, so I'm glad that we found out about Foundations Church through Alicia. Our girls go to school together, and um, since we've been coming, it's just been blessing after blessing, and I just thank everyone for their prayers. Um, and my mom, she's in North Carolina, I miss her so much. <laughs> um, but things I see, it's like, oh, I wonder if that was supposed to happen to me, and God just brought an angel, so it didn't happen. <laughs> And um, y'all continue to pray for me and my family. Travel on 95 to DC every day, <laughs> back and forth to work. Um, and I'm glad that I did come out this week um, to Consecration Week and that um, you all are here. Thank you for your prayers and your support as well. Amen. You, you know, and how long you, how long you been coming to this church? This is like the third week. Yeah, and I think you're Alicia's, the, the Thomas's friend. And uh, third week, and she showed up every night. I don't think she's missed a week since she's been here. She didn't miss a service, and she's been here. You know, because, and I, and I just sense that, that, that you are really hungry, and, and God is going to fill you up. God is going to, Father, let, let's stretch your hand to our sister tonight. God, I just thank you, Lord God, for her heart, God. I thank you for bringing her back into the place, God, that you want her to be. God, you know her needs. God, you know her struggles. God, you are aware of all of it. And God, I thank you so much that you have continually demonstrated over and over again your faithfulness to your daughter. God, we just pray, God, that you would just continue to open doors that no man can close, close doors that no man can open. Father, I pray that the floodgates of heaven, Lord God, would just reign over her, God, and just open up and pour out a blessing that there is not room enough to receive. Father, I pray blessing over her, her children, God, that you would cover them, Father, as she is faithful to you and continue to be faithful to you. God, show yourself strong in her life. And God, we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you, sister. Wonderful testimony. Wonderful. Is there another testimony? We got time for, come on, Sister Shannon. Come on. Come on. Give Shannon a hand as she come on up and testify. Amen. I, I felt that I, I knew someone was going to do that. <laughs> Good evening, family. Um, I'm going to do my best to stay within the time frame. Um, my testimony didn't, doesn't start Monday. My testimony actually goes back to Easter of this year. Um, but I did not get my confirmation, my husband's favorite word, until this week where I actually gained understanding. Um, Easter of this year, I had a visitation. I can't go too far into my visitation. If anybody cares to, you know, inquire, I could share my story with you after the service or whenever. But um, I had a word that was delivered to me. I'm a fighter. It's just part of my my character trait, and that's one of the things. The very first thing that I ask the church to pray over. Just I'm just a natural fighter and. 
when I started coming here, I was basically pushed to, if I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight for him and not fight out of my flesh and on my own accord. And I'm very grateful and thankful for that. But still, again, with my visitation, a message was delivered to me that God hears me. He hears my cries. He hears all the questions that I have. He comes to me and he knows my, in my desperate times where I'm just at a loss for words and understanding. And no matter where I am in my life, he's always gonna be there. And this I know, but we always come to a point in our life where we're just still wondering, does he hear me? Does he hear me? Is he here? Is he here? Well, during the visitation and the end, I was just basically told to just step away. Step away in a sense where I need to be with him, but step out of my own way and I'll let God to do his work. Well, it wasn't until Sunday that the Lord delivered the same message to me to get out of the way and let him do his work. The fighter in me knows that God is doing his work, but Shannon just still wants to kind of, you know, put her own two cents in and put her own feet in, you know, just trying to be that hero or just trying to be that provider or just trying to be that, that person to just say, I can do it, I can do it. Well, knowing that I heard the same message the same way from the same voice, and then on Wednesday, the pastor brings my husband before the church very, wasn't expecting it. I saw, and I did not let my family know this, but I saw a light over my husband. I don't know if anyone else saw the light, but I saw a light over my husband where I stood right here. I wanted to intervene, like, Pastor, how you gonna just pull my husband to the, pull him up here like that? <laughs> Like, how you just gonna do that? That was the fighter in me. But I stood there. I'm like, this is it. This is God bringing my husband before the court, before the house as an example, an example for whoever needs it. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for my children. It wasn't for my husband. It was for God to show that he already is in control of everything, and you just gotta let him work. I don't know what this means to anyone else, but for me, I stepped in and I let God do his work. And with my husband's testimony, it again was only confirmation that he received Amen. the same message, if he even knows that, that I received, that he has full control of all things and everything that we're needing and that we're looking for in him. We just gotta stop, we gotta listen, and let him do it. Thank you. How do you know that, um, you know, it's amazing, you know, um, and I think, that, you know, just to kind of sum up her testimony, that, you know, God is in control. And, uh, you know, and sometimes when God is in control, that means that there are times when God moves in ways that we don't always understand. 
but it brings about the peaceable fruit of righteousness and goodness. And it brings about something that will change our lives for the better. And so we trust God and we love God. And, and, um, and that's amazing. It's a wonderful testimony. You guys are going great places in the Lord. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Through it all, stay faithful. Stay faithful. Amen. Amen. Is there another testimony in the house? Is there another one? Come on, sister. Come on. Come on. Do you need me to hold your little baby? Oh, a daddy got him? All right. Come on, give her a hand of encouragement as she come on up. Amen. Um, I think it was not the Sunday before last when we came and uh, found you guys. And we've just been, like, searching and visiting different um, churches, trying to find a place where we can, you know, get in and have fellowship and just just be in the presence of God with other believers. And so we just kept coming back and kept coming back. And since we've been coming, there has been a peace and a stillness within my spirit and even my husband. I mean, it's just been a total transformation in just a short time. And I just thank God that we found you guys because we were just looking and looking and looking where God, where, where is it, God? Where do you want us to go and, and sit and, and, and sup and fellowship and, and, and continue to mature? And I, I thank God for finding this place, finding you guys, because, I mean, I, the, the, the peace, I just can't explain it. It's just so when, you, when you're out of place and, you know, you're a child of God, it's like a fish out of the fish tank, like you're suffocating. But since we've been here, I just feel so refreshed and rejuvenated and excited about the things of God anew. You know, after you know being in ministry, you get tired sometimes, but I thank God for giving my joy back. Amen. 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 Ooh, that's great. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, uh, let the peace of the Lord guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So I'll just leave it there. I know you're going to be where peace is. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Is, is there another testimony in the house tonight? Come on up, sister. Come on up. Come on up. I knew, you, I knew we weren't going to leave this night unless my sister Tanya come up and give a testimony. Come on, give her a hand of encouragement as she comes. That baby has become a church baby already. I'm telling you. <laughs> He's good. That's why. Good evening, everyone. Um, this week, Consecration Week has been a little different for Matt and I because our schedules are crazy. Like, we normally aren't here on Wednesdays because, you know, my daughter trains Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, so I have no time. Tuesdays, Thursday, I do physical therapy, and Matt is stuck with Ebola work, so we have no time. Um, but what we did is we did... I can't fast because I get migraines, so I slimmed my meals down. I actually forego food, the main food, and for me, you don't know me, but <laughs> for me, that's a big deal. And my husband will tell you, food is a big deal in my life. But um, during the week, <laughs> what we, I, I've tried to um, do a lot more praying. I pray every day, I pray every morning, I pray over my family. I, I 
pray. I learned a few years back going through a very dark time that um, prayer is the only way to come out of the darkness. And um, my family, we're, we're blessed. We're beyond blessed. Uh, Matt and I came from two totally different backgrounds. Um, and God, for some reason, <laughs> put us on the same path. I mean, we can tell our stories another day. I mean, you see Matt here. Um, I don't think most people know that Matt and I are only, we've only been married for two and a half years. We're actually a blended family, but seeing us, you would never know that we haven't been together much longer because we are soulmates Amen. in the true sense of the word. But um, during this week, I did a lot of reflection and I'm very motivated. I set goals for myself and the soldier in me, if I don't meet a goal, it's, it's very, very heartbreaking for me. And every year I set a goal that I have to aspire to do something better. My dad raised me to believe that your children are supposed to do better than your parents. So I have continued that trade and passed it on to my daughters. And during my reflection this week, I started looking and I said, well, you know, every year there's been something, whether a, pro a promotion, we built a new house last year, we got married the year before, I started a new job the year before that, started my master's degree. Every year I can go back and I can calculate something where I've actually improved, I've increased on that list of goals that I have. And I reflected on this year and I started getting a little sad because I didn't see a benchmark in there. I didn't get promoted this year because uh, I'm at the top for my position, so I have to find a new job. Um, I didn't go back to finish my master's degree, so I, started, I really started getting depressed because I was like, wow, this is 2004 ends in just about a month, and almost two months, and I haven't accomplished anything. And then I started thinking about what Matt and I found here. My husband, uh, before we got married, always said that when he gets married, he will worship in whatever church his wife is a member of. When Matt and I got married, I was a member of a church. I was, Naya wasn't training as much. I was in the youth ministry, whatever it was. I was in church almost six days a week. Matt was not a part of that church because Matt didn't feel comfortable in that church. When I brought my husband here, there was something here within the people that my husband felt. And it's so hard to explain because when I see my husband fellowship with the people here, and I see my husband, when I asked him the day, I came up to you and asked you about baptism, and I asked my husband on the spot, and he said yes, he wanted to be baptized. That's something that I can't even begin to explain. It's greater than any accomplishment that I've achieved in life. And I just wanna thank you all for what you've given me because this was never, it was never a goal of mine, but it's something so much more, and it's something that you can't measure and unfortunately, my husband wasn't able to be here tonight, but you all are a blessing to us. And this is our home, just like the home that we built. And I thank you all for that. Thank you. There was something I would, that, that's amazing testimony, but something I would say about that, um, that goal setting. One, one of the things that, uh, you know, God is a planner. Y'all know we, we teach that here, that that God loves it and we plan and we set goals. But, you know, even though we plan and we set goals, the Bible says that uh, the man plans his way, but God directs his steps. And so what that simply means is that, that you know, ultimately God is going to do some things in our lives that's going to catch us by surprise. But how do we know it's always for the better? <laughs> Amen? So that's a, that's a great, and we're so glad to have, to have you guys a part of our family. This is a wonderful, fam a wonderful family, a great church. 
and uh, you guys have been a blessing since you've been here. Um, is there one more testimony? Is there another one? Um, going once, twice, three times, you're out. Amen, amen. So here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to conclude. Uh, let's stand to your feet. Come on and uh, do me a favor. Give Jesus a praise for what he's done this week. It's been amazing. Um, I'm going to have the praise team. They're going to they're going to take us out with a song called Favor. How many of you feel like you got the favor of God over you? Amen. So they're going to lead us. Out. I'm going to ask the praise team to come on up and they're going to sing that song for us. Favor. And we're going to close now. Here's what we're doing tonight. Tonight we are breaking the fast. Amen. Woo. So now we don't have uh, chicken, potato salad and salmon and stuff like that. You have to do that when you go home. But we have the next best thing, Subway. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so we have some, self, some nice, beautiful, gorgeous, anointed sandwiches out there for you guys to eat. So after we're done, they sing, a, they sing the song. We close. Uh, I want you guys to fellowship. Let's break a little bread together. Consider it a Friday night. We're just hanging out, loving each other. Amen. Amen. Come on, praise team. Lead us.